Hey, welcome to the Coach Bono's podcast on the Studio Soapbox Network. I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. We're recorded live at the undisclosed location of the O'Connor Advisory Group Studios. Check out all things O'Connor Advisory Group at OAGKS.com. You can interact with the show on Facebook, search out Coach Bo Knows, on Twitter and Instagram at Coach Bo Knows Show, and you can email us at Show at gmail.com. Hey, this is episode 6.0. We've got a great interview with Lamont Jackson. Um, a lot of you may not know Lamont. Lamont is a singer, songwriter, and he's got a really unique story, uh, something I think you're really, really going to enjoy. Uh, Lamont is a longtime member of the Kansas Highway Patrol. Uh, he works at the Capitol here in, over in Topeka. And uh, a few years ago, Lamont participated in, um, you may have seen it on YouTube and around the and all around because it was viral, uh, a police car karaoke where he was just belting it out. And if you don't, if you know Lamont, you know he can sing. He's a great songwriter. He's an even better singer. And uh, he was, it became a viral deal. A few months later, he got the opportunity to actually sing with Kelly Clarkson at the, uh, was now T-Mobile Center in Kansas City at one of her concerts, which then was shared as uh, over a million and a half views on YouTube. Uh, Lamont and his partner came out in full uniform and sang Stand By Me with Kelly Clarkson. If you haven't seen it, search it out. I guarantee it'll put a smile on your face. Um, I'm so proud. I'm so happy to have Lamont on. He just just now had dropped his first single as he's taken his foray into uh, through the independent world of starting his own uh, and getting his own music out there to people. His first uh, single is called Cancer, You're No Friend of Mine. It's a really personal song that he both wrote and performed uh, about somehow how cancer's affected him as far as people around him. And if you haven't seen it, the video is out. There's a video. It's on Apple Podcasts you, or Apple Music. Uh, anywhere you get your music, you will find it. Amazon everywhere. I highly, highly um, think you should go check it out. I highly recommend him. He's a great guy. This is going to be a fun interview. Uh, Lamont's a, a great old friend and someone that I uh, admire and respect, and I think is just always doing things the right way. So without further ado, enjoy the interview with Lamont Jackson. We'll see you on the flip side. Hey, welcome. Uh, hey, we're going to start today out. I got a fun interview, Lamont Jackson. Uh, you may not know Lamont. Lamont, this is my man here. This is a long time. We've known each other for a very long time and just reconnecting again. Lamont just put out his first single, his first song, uh, singer, songwriter. We've got a great story we're going to tell you about this guy. <laughs> you, it's fun. This is going to be a fun conversation. Um, Lamont, how are you, bud? I'm doing great. Nice to see you. Yeah, we're doing this via Zoom so we can see each other, which is kind of nice. And, uh, <laughs> hey, so... Um, your journey, how we know each other, I kind of tell the audience first how we know each other. This goes back to before I was in my current career, before I was a coach. We go back to when I was in college still, and I was a bartender at a bar in Topeka, Kansas. And Lamont used to do the karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. So for the better part of a year or two, we saw each other every Friday and every Saturday night. And just the times were great. Lamont has just a great voice and uh, did so much. And we just, 
I'm so glad we caught up. We've, we've, we've seen each other a few times in between. And uh, the last time I saw you was over at the Capitol. I was yes. with my son. Um, this is back when he was in, you know, a little bit younger than he is now. Um, tell everybody you, you're, a, you're a highway patrolman and you yes. work at the Capitol, correct? Yes, I'm responsible for the representatives and the centers of the Kansas Capitol building. Okay. And so where we saw him was we were on a field trip with my son, Peyton. And I walk in there and I, I go, Lamont, oh, dude, what's up? And it was like two old friends dapping <laughs> each other up. So it, it's, it's always cool when you have an old friend like that. And you get back together and within a minute, it's like old times. So I am, I'm bringing you on. I wanted to get you on here because I'm just so proud. I'm so excited for you. Your first single. I've known you a long time and I've known that this is something you've wanted to do in the past and you've kept your, your career in the highway patrol, working at the Capitol. And you had a, a viral thing happen a couple of years ago. Let's start there, if that's okay. So um, you were on stage with Kelly Clarkson at the Sprint Center. Yes. Performed there and performed on her show. Tell us where that started. How did that happen, first off? Okay, so the incident, I would say, with Kelly Clarkson is um, at that particular time that it seemed like law enforcement officers were taking a huge hit in the media. Um, I realized that the majority of law enforcement officers, and a lot of people out there do realize that the majority of law enforcement officers are, are, are not bad people. Um, but sometimes, and I don't want to give the media a bad name, but sometimes people just put things up there that sell. And I'm like, you know, I don't think you should put people's lives on the line to, to sell or get your whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, when you look at law enforcement, you just see the uniform. You don't see the human being behind that uniform. And so I came up with an idea saying, why don't we do this deal called police car karaoke? And a guy that I used to work with said, yeah, that's that's a great idea. Let's do something like that. So we didn't lip sync. No. Uh, it was all I know raw. You ain't lip syncing. <laughs> it, it was all yeah. It was all um, unedited, and so because we want people to see the human being behind that uniform, not the uniform. And for some reason, it went viral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were talking before we started, before we hit record. I think you had a great line. You said the music is the neutralizer. Yes, and that it, it takes that bad, not just your badge, just the uniform, no matter who you are. Yeah. It's the, it makes you, it puts a soul into you. Yes. And, you know, so many times in life, whether it's a police officer, fireman, it can be, it can be the, the person working the drive through at McDonald's. We yes. don't look at the person inside. We just see the exterior of somebody, a uniform right. or what they're wearing. And we make certain assumptions. Yes. And I think that you said it really well when you put that, you know, music is the neutralizer because it does bring out the personality of someone. You know, mm-hmm. I've known you long enough to know that you are one hell of a guy. And I know that you, you know, and we have had some negativity over the past few years with police and some incidents around the country. Yes. And unfortunately, when you hear about bad apples and bad seeds, sometimes those take precedent in the minds of people. But when you see someone who has this personality, it does put some soul, and I don't mean soul in a musical way, I mean soul as an internal, and that can spread amongst a lot of people. I think it's what you did 
with Police Car Karaoke. Tell me about Police Car Karaoke for a minute. This was awesome. If you haven't seen this, it's on YouTube, right? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yep. <laughs> and and then you, this was this was you and your partner at the time, and then there were other officers doing this as well. So from what I was told, we now I don't know if this is a hundred percent, you know, sure. Okay. But I know that when we started doing police car karaoke, it really took off, and then. Um, we noticed other people were doing it. And then we noticed other people were like lip singing the songs and doing their own thing as far as law enforcement officers singing. Um, what I wanted to do to make clear was, yeah, lip singing is fine and there's nothing wrong with that. But still, it still gives them that that's not you, that you're faking yeah. something. And we wanted, to, whether you could sing or not, that's, that's not the point. Yeah. The point say, is, some of us can't carry a tune in a bucket. <laughs> right. And in, in, even if you can't carry a tune, think about this for one second. Yeah. Even if you can't carry a tune and you're in your police car singing a song, that's what people want from you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's so awesome. because it yeah. just makes it, that makes, to me, it makes it just real. And that's what people want. Now, and like I tell people this all the time, um, I can't control what happens on in other states. Let's just keep it real. I don't, I don't know what happens. I only can can say what I experience, who I work with, and what I do in my community. That's right. So whatever the media says about in California or whatever happened in Oregon, we're, I, I'm sorry. And yeah. we're just as mad as, you know, when people get angry if a law enforcement officer does something wrong that's totally out of line on the character and not the way you've been trained. We are extremely mad because we're wearing the uniform and you're making yeah. us all look bad. And some people will say this. We're not mad at you. We're mad because it's that 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 code of silence or you know the blue line. Yeah. Now hold on a second. Just for an instance, it's easy to say that, but in reality, I don't care who you are. If you work with me, I'm going to hold you to a higher standard. I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm sorry what happens in, in other places, and I don't want to put names on other states because it's yeah, not yeah. fair. But I'm saying all I can control is what I do and what I see in front of me. There is no code of silence with me. I can say that. And if anybody wants to Google me or look up my mm -hmm. record or anything, I don't have any complaints. Yeah. And I am not going to sit there and jeopardize my career right. and take care of my family because somebody wants to break policy and do something that's that's um, unethical. It's not happening, but it's easy for people to just say, oh, you guys all do that. No, no, that's that's not, that's not correct. Yeah, I, I'm the son of a police officer. My dad was a police officer for 20 years, Louisiana State Police. And... He told me when I was a boy and I was hearing these stories, this, this is not new. I mean, this happened over the years as well. And I can recall yeah. hearing stories and saying, he was saying, look, you know, yes, there are people who bring, they, they bring shame to our profession. Of course. They bring shame to us. And yeah, unfortunately, there are people who do this. And I think that, I think it's so important to talk about the people who are positive. That's what this whole podcast is about. It's about yeah. positivity. You know, we're not here to say, well, this person's to blame or that person's to blame. That's just not of how course. it works. We all affect one another. I like to say, we say this throughout, we're all coaches in some way, shape, or form. I'm Coach Bo. And, you know, I believe that we are all a coach. We're all coaching somebody through something. Whether it's your children, whether it's your neighbors, whether it's your community, we're all helping someone. And in your job, especially, that's a day-to-day -day thing. It's part of the gig. Yes. And I think that it's really important that you hold yourself to that standard and you do. I've known you long enough to understand that and know that 
you do hold yourself to that. You know, one thing by what you just said as well, too, it's like, um, I, I have to say this because I think a lot of people overlook this okay. as being, let alone just being a law enforcement officer. Imagine now I'm an African-American That's right. law enforcement officer. So we get it, whether you, you hate us or whatever, we get it twice as bad just by being an African-American law enforcement officer because yeah. people will say, and once again, I talk about my experience, what I know, I don't talk about what you see on TV or what they say on TV. These are real life experiences. So when I go eat somewhere at a restaurant and people will come to me and say, hey, you know, um, you know, how's it feel in not trying to be negative? I'm saying what they tell me. How does it feel, yeah. you know, to uh, hurt our own people or, you know, you know, uh, why are you a, a police officer when you know what they're doing to her? Are African American people okay? Those are real life experiences, or what? You know, at least what they tell me. So it's sort of like it even makes our job a little harder, yeah. you know, on just trying to do what's right. And like you said, you know me for a long time, but you know, people don't know me that can talk to me that way when yes. they have no clue of my character. Yes. Yeah, and I always like to say that I learned this a lot a number of years ago, and it was that a feeling is always real. Mm-hmm. So how you feel is real. No one can tell you to feel different. Um, all you can do is try to show somebody how your behavior is. Yes. And maybe that helps. Maybe that yeah. helps mold somebody. I can't go and tell somebody, well, you feel the wrong way about something. Of course. All I can say is, hey, I hope that my behavior and how I do things will help you see things. We also can never see through somebody else's eyes. Of course. And so yeah. that's where we're going with that. And I didn't want to get too far down that rabbit hole. And I'm glad <laughs> you brought it up, though. So I think it's powerful because, well, I think yeah. it's powerful because of also what you're doing now. And, yes. and you've uh, got your first single. So I, I, I'm smiling. I'm just like, I'm laughing because I'm just, I'm so happy for you, man. I know that you've Thank you. had opportunities in the past and the, to, to record some records. Now you're doing this independently and you've yes. got your first single, uh, yes. Cancer, You're No Friend of Mine, which the, just came out this month here in September. We're recording this on Wednesday night. September the 24th. Yep. We're recording this, so it'll come out on Friday. Uh, I'm sure this will come out on Monday next week. And so we're about five days in advance here doing this. But uh, <laughs> you mentioned um, when you wrote the song, you wrote the song and you said that it was because you and your wife had some friends who had lost battles of cancer. Talk about that for a minute. You know, it's a powerful song. And if you get a chance, we're going to give you all the show notes, the links to go to YouTube and get it. Uh, we want you to download the song, help him, help Lamont out, publicize this, get it out there to everybody. It's a great song. And the video is powerful. Uh, but tell me a little bit about how this came about, this particular song. Well, it started back, man, I would say oh, several years ago. Um, we had a friend named Sarah Ratzenberger. Um, she, at that particular time, I don't know her exact age, but I think it might have been 25, 26 in that area. Uh, and uh, so it was my wife. And at that time, it wasn't even my wife. We were just three people that hung out all the time. Okay. Okay. And... So um, she um, was a jogger. Uh, she ate healthy. She didn't drink that much at all. And uh, when she eventually ended up getting, you know, married, uh, they got married in Nags Head, North Carolina. 
and they invited me to come out and do their first song for their wedding. Their very first, wow. yeah, their very first dance. I did their song. That's cool. Well, they went to Cancun, uh, you know, for their honeymoon, mm-hmm. and there was a little lump right underneath her uh, wire where the brawl is, like a little lump. But they didn't think anything of it, whatever. And so um, they were there for a while, and it was wasn't it was getting worse. But when they came back, um, she went to go get it looked at or checked out. And then she really like developed this, this uh, irritating cough. Well, they they kept blowing it off, you know, and they did uh, um, what I want to say. They did. Um, actually, they didn't do an MRI for a long time after that. They just assumed it was pneumonia because she had the cough. To try to make this long story short, because and like I told you, um, emotion. they they. I have cancer stories that are going to come before the song comes out. There's five cancer stories and her, her husband is the very last one. And so he's going to give you the dates, times, and all the details. Some sort of shorthand in this story yeah. to you. Um, pretty much. She was a very healthy person, but since she was so healthy, they didn't look for stage for lung cancer. And then once they found out what stage for lung cancer it was very aggressive and it was terminal and she only had, three to five years to live, but she only lived for two and a half years. Um, that's just one story of yeah. a friend of mine passed away from cancer. Uh, my brother, Melvin Jackson, uh, he ended up losing his life to cancer as well. Um, my uncle Charles lost his life to um, liver cancer. Um, so with all these, these personal or people that are related to me and very close to me, um, the or Tracy Vincent, um, she wasn't feeling well. And eventually she went to the doctor and come to find out she has stage four colon cancer. My wife came down the stairs and my man came. I was watching TV and she said, Tracy was just diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And I'm like, well, how do you have, I mean, questions, you know, does she have any signs, any symptoms? Like, how do you just go from nothing to colon cancer, whatever? So I was all frustrated there because I'm like, I said, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about people that are getting cancer. And I said, I know that, you know, in my personal opinion, I think people will realize that sometimes they don't. Sometimes, you know, if something's wrong with your body, like mm, something's just not right. Yeah. But sometimes I'll tell us being a male, I'm afraid to go to the doctor. Guys don't yeah. want to go to the doctor because we don't want bad news. Yep. But you have to go because the sooner you get there, the sooner they can help take care of your situation. But if you let it linger, 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 then that's when nah, they can't do anything. On top of saying that, sometimes you go and yeah, I, I get, yeah, okay, well, it could be stage four or stage three, whatever you have. Um. But then that particular night when she came downstairs and said, Tracy Vincent has stage four colon cancer. I was teary eyed. I was at a loss for words. I didn't understand it. And I just had this, this melody going on in my head. And I was down there for another half an hour. And then I, I came upstairs and I was teary eyed. And I'm like, I got to get this song off my chest. I said, I have to write a song about cancer. So because I, 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 I said, I'm, you know, I, I realize that nobody's promised tomorrow. I realize that, you know, 
we're all going to pass away eventually. And I get that. That's nature. But it just, I was tired of just seeing close friends of my mind getting diagnosed with this horrible disease. And I'll always say horrible disease. Um, it's unfair. It's not right. And I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And so I just decided to, I want to get the song off my chest. And that's when I came up with a song called cancer. You're no friend of mine, as well as no one fights alone. Meaning everybody's either been affected by it in some shape, way or form you have not saying necessarily you had it, but a friend or a cousin or uncle relative, somebody's had it that, that you personally were affected by. And so when I wrote this song, it wasn't about breast cancer. It wasn't about colon cancer. It wasn't about, it was just about all cancers. So I wanted to cover everything, all cancers. Sorry. The video is powerful. The song is powerful. And I think the video. Thank you. Um, The video just kind of synopsis is you play yourself in the video and it's you and your wife um, and you are, she gets the bad news. Yes. And then it's the doctors and we're going to fight and we're going to do this. And the song has got a nice melody and it comes along and about halfway in it flips and your voice gets powerful. I mean, it's, I've known you a long time. I know that's in there. I've seen Uh it firsthand. And so it's, it's, it's the anger and the undertone of the anger in it is makes it just so incredible and it makes it real. And at the, as you go through that, the video you see is your wife going through, you know, the, the video purposes, your wife going through the, the different research, the chemo, the, the different stuff she's going through. And then at the end, coming out and ringing the bell and you're yes. holding the bell. And I, this is my favorite part of it. You're holding the bell and in the video, your wife rings the bell and below the bell, it says no one fights alone yes and i think that's a powerful powerful message um you mentioned earlier nobody well i'm sorry everybody has been affected by this disease in some way shape or form i lost my father um you know i know people who've been through it uh loved ones friends we've all known somebody or we know someone who was closely affected by it themselves and it's not fair. It's not something that says, oh, you did this, so you get cancer. Yes, there yes. Behavior, there are certain behaviors that can make it worse and things like smoking right. or whatever. Same as yes. any disease. But I think the other thing that you brought up, when you brought this up, and I kind of, I kidded you a little bit about the video, <laughs> because in the video, as you're leaving the place, you get in the car and you go driving and you're in a Lamborghini. And I asked you about that. And I think the way you put it was cancer doesn't care if you're rich or poor. You're right. It it affects us all. Yes. And there are people, fortunately, who have more, who can maybe get some other treatments and some some things, but we need to be able to help everybody with dreaded disease. And I think there's the awareness. We all talk about cancer awareness. We've gone through things in our lifetime, you know, Live Strong Bands, you know, was a big thing. You know, I, I remember that when my dad was fighting cancer. And, and now we're, there's always some kind of an awareness. You know, there's, you know, people wear pink, you know, for breast cancer awareness, blue for uh, colon cancer. There's certain things they have. 
But this song, this video, I think brings a special type of awareness. And um, I salute you on that. I think it's a great song. The video's fantastic. And Thank I think you. the message is awesome. Thank and you. I think that that's, that's, that was, I mean, I knew I was going to get you on here eventually. But when I saw <laughs> that, I was like, oh, I got to get Lamont sooner than later. <laughs> and, and I just knew, I, was, I mean, I've always known that you were great. You were, you're, you're, you're a fantastic singer. Now Thank we you. know you're a fantastic songwriter. Um, and I know that you've talked about, you know, your career and you still are with the Highway Patrol. Talk a little bit about what like some of your goals are in music moving forward now. You get a little bit older now. You Go ahead and talk a little bit about that now. Where, where are you wanting to go with this? Where do you see this moving? So my goal is to retire as law enforcement officer because as being a law enforcement officer, you can retire earlier than, you know, other jobs, you know, uh, but so my goal is to retire and then uh, just get into my music 100% and be independent. That's my goal. And that first video was the beginning of my goal. And that's what I want to do. And as you know, you talked about the, 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 um, the cancer colors. Uh, if you notice in the very last scene of the video, when she rings the bell, I'm wearing lavender and lavender color or covers every cancer color. I don't know oh, if you knew that or not. I did but there's not know this. You learn something every day. Yeah, there's different ribbons for each uh, yes. uh, cancer. So you that. have pink for, you know, for breast cancer. Yeah, I mean, so there's they're all different colors for different yeah. types of cancers. But lavender is the number one color for all cancer. All cancer. So if you notice, I have my lavender uh, shirt on with a cross. Yes. That's where, you know, we're with everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and that was something you were big on. It's awareness for everybody. It isn't yeah. one thing. It's, yeah. And it's not about behavior. It's about we need to stop this disease. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, your goal. So, uh, how far away for you from retirement are you now? You know what? I can actually leave. I can leave in June. I can. Can I stay another 10 years, another seven years, another eight years? Of course I can. But to retire just with regular, regular just retirement. I can leave in, in June okay. um, and then pursue just my singing career. If I want to continue to stay as a higher patrol man, you know, of course, you're just all you're doing is just, you know, upping your retirement year after year. But my heart right now and my soul has always been into singing, which you already know that. And yeah. I know I sing with passion. I sing because I care and I, I enjoy seeing people have a great time. And if it makes them feel good, that's what I want to do yeah. as a law enforcement officer. I'm a protector. I'm a server, uh, protect and serve. Yeah. I care about people. Yeah. Well, I felt like, okay, I've done so many years of law enforcement. Now I'm ready to go back to my singing yeah. career and, and go into the sunset singing is yeah. what I want to do. And you're going to do this independent. You're going to do the independent, independent. which I really admire. It's, yeah. This is an ongoing theme on the Coach Bo Knows podcast. That I <laughs> love it when people do things independently. When they yes. start their own business, when they start their own thing, because you have control. And, and talk a little bit about that. We kind of briefly did it before we recorded, but tell me a little bit about that. What kind of, uh, what prompted you to think of going to independent and doing it this way? Well, I think if you, what we discussed is so like, well, being independent, we have to understand you're taking a chance. You're taking a chance. It's scary. But if your heart 
and your souls into it and you don't cut any corners and you do it the best way you know how, you might not have it today, tomorrow, but you're going to get there. Anytime, in my, and I always say my personal opinion because I don't know the, the music industry that well. Yeah. But I studied enough to know, okay, if you want to sign with a label, I'm not saying there's nothing as, as bad as sign with a label. Yeah. But you have to understand what comes behind it when you sign with the label because it looks good on the outside. But once you get in the inside, I think you don't realize other things you're responsible for, whether it be advanced money, whether it be paying for attorney fees, whether it be paying for studio time. Out of whatever percentage they give you, you got to pay that out of your percentage on what you're working on. And then when your song finally comes out, if it doesn't do that well, then you become in debt with whatever label you're with. Now you can do another song or whatever. And what I think a lot of people don't realize is this. They're not just signing you. They're probably signing 10 or 20 people. We're hoping three or four people blow up or do very well to where it's a, an, an investment that they can get their money back on, but then everybody else are going to shelf and then they hold you. So there's no such thing as, I don't want to say no such thing, but when people say the Illuminati or it's the devil, or I can't get out of the system. If I give you $200,000 and we don't make any money and you leave and I want my money back that I invested in you. Yeah. I'm not the devil. I'm not the limit. You owe me no. this $200,000 of my money back on top of that. I'm supposed to make money off of that. And that's why I signed you because you, we, we depended on you to, to do well and your project didn't go well. So then what happens, you sort of get stuck in the system and reality. People don't want to think that way, but that's reality. That yeah. that's real. So by being independent is save your money, do it the right way. And guess what? Once it's all over with, whether it flops, whether it does okay, or whether it blows up, that's all your money. Yeah. And then you can move on to the next project. Yeah. When you're indebted to somebody else in a contract situation, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to get their money one way or the other. It <laughs> takes right. them forever, but they're going to get yeah. it. When you're on your own, whether you succeed or you fail, you did it based upon your own skill set, your own values everything involved in that. And um, I think that, you know, in business, we see this, I know in my business, we've seen this, you know, when you can do that and you can have your set of skills and you know, hey, this is what I'm good at. And you say, I want to base this, this next portion of my life and this next career, next chapter of my career on that, then you don't have to listen to someone else telling you how to do it or what they want. Instead, you're doing it your way, and you get to reap the gains and the benefits if you're correct. If you're wrong, well, you would know, and you can put your head on the pillow at the end of the night knowing you did it your way. I, I Yes, you're right, and I'm going to elaborate on what you just said, because I think this is very important. It's very important. Don't shortchange yourself, meaning... If you have a great voice and that's all you have is a great voice, say your your body's not in the best shape or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't wear something to where it's a half shirt yeah. or where they can see what's going on with your body that told you shouldn't wear because now they're not paying attention to your voice. They're like paying attention to your body. Yeah. So wear something 
to where so like you know you can wonder but don't and it can be sort of what i want to say uh uh how you want to look but not yeah. so tight to where they're only focused on the way you're dressed yeah dress dress appropriately yeah saying the song well have a good video all that is what you want so yeah. when i say don't sort change yourself um make sure you come correct because it's it's you it's your project jack and you're independent yeah. So you have to look at all those other avenues, like, yeah. like, you know, if you're really sincere in what you do and not trying to get, you know, like what they call that, trying to get rich fast, whatever. Yeah. If you have a great voice, but you do a bad video, like mm, they're not really, I think they want to do it, but they're from seeing that they're not really invested. They're just trying to see what sticks. Yeah. Or vice versa. So my deal is, and like, like you said, you started your own business. It's like when you do it, just do your best and don't cut any corners because when I do this cancer video, I studied cancer. I never had it. Knock on wood. You never know. I never had it. But at this particular time, no, don't have it. Yeah. But when I did this song, I put myself in the basement for two weeks and I watched several different cancer, real cancer stories. And that's where I came up with the lyrics. And that's where I came up with a different color of clothes to wear on this yeah. video that they can say, okay, you know, this color is for this. And what, people who actually have it know what I'm talking about. Even the bell at the end. I didn't know that once you have your final treatment that you ring the bell. I didn't know that. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that. So I, I'm like, when I do a song this serious or something about a, a song about something that is a very horrible and serious disease, I'm not going to shortchange people who are going through this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you everything I got. And I'm going to study this like I like I have it yeah. because it's not fair to do a song when someone's going through something, they say, well, you don't even know what you're talking about in this song. That's why yeah. I took my time on the lyrics and I was actually getting depressed in the basement for two weeks, listening to all these different stories. When you have a seven year old deciding if she wants to have treatment or be with mommy and daddy, that's deep oh. that you don't see on TV, yeah. but, but this is real talk what people really go through. So um, I'm glad I did it. I know it was something that I had to get off my chest. And I know for one thing, like you said, when you, you know, when it's, when it's independent, <laughs> you have to do it right yeah, and move forward. Don't shortchange yeah. yourself, I guess. I, I like the way it's like a mission statement in many ways. It's, you know, we have a set of values and we're going to follow those values. I don't have to follow anybody else's. I only have to follow mine. Right. And if you are if, if you're independent and you do that, no matter what the monetary end result is, you'll be successful because you have followed the keys to what you wanted to do and you've made it to what you made it honest to yourself as an artist. And whether it's an artist or a business person or an athlete or anything else. I think that's important. I, I think you've got something going there. Um, well, and I, 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 I'm Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The thing I want to say is that, um, you know, when you're diagnosed with cancer, it's like, you know, you're looking for anything to have hope or to lean on hope. Uh, and I, I didn't think about this till later on, but some cancer songs I was listening to were more on, you know, take care of so-and-so when I'm gone or, yeah, you know, you know, more slow songs. And it's so like, you know what? Yes, people do succumb to cancer and I, and I get that. 
but also people do beat cancer. I'm like, why can't we have a positive uplifting beat song for people who do fight and, and, and beat this disease? Yeah. Um, and I just didn't see that out there. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. If the doctor tells you you're terminal, whatever the case may be, and that song comes on, like, you know, what? I'm going to do my chemo. I'm going to do everything I can. And if that song can help motivate you to not give up and fight, then I did my job. And if it only did it to one person, then everything that I put in this, this project, it's well worth it. That's awesome. That's the, that's the kind of stuff we want to talk about here. That's, I, I love that. I think it's great. Um, I got pulled up over here on my other screen right now your YouTube page uh, and uh, first other video for your song is on here. And then um, the four videos, uh, no one fights alone. These are from, so this is all something you've done over the last month, right? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And I've watched each of these. They're, they're pretty powerful. I, I, I shed a few tears during this. Um, oh yeah. Those are, and I want to, I want people to have, uh, real stories yeah you know and that's why i did that i did i did there's five videos there i think is there five? Oh yeah i did hit the button to go over yeah so i wanted people to actually see real stories and then the song come out you know is, is why is why i did that yeah and that's awesome i think that's great and you know we've got i mean you got all your video your videos here and then hey there's some other videos on here <laughs> Of you doing some singing here. Um, yep. And, and I love listening to you sing. I can listen to you sing all night long, brother. Uh, you. Um, but you got, you're on here doing, uh, uh, let's see, Can't Help Falling in Love with You and My Girl and uh, a couple of Chiefs things on here. I'll skip back to my personally. <laughs> but uh, that's your team. I'll, I'll just give you some grief. Um, but uh, I think that, so what is that all about? I just having some fun. Is that, what were those videos? So, a few months old now. Okay, so you mean the Chiefs stuff or the uh, or just other? You, you got some videos like they're done in the man cave here. The uh, so, a couple Chiefs ones, and then there's a couple where you're singing. So, like, what I, um, as far as singing karaoke, yeah. a guy told me this a long time ago. He goes, you know, Lamont, he goes, when you learn to sing, you know, songs or, or you need to do like a variety of music, whether it be Frank Sinatra to Michael Jackson to, to um, uh, what I want to say, the Righteous Brothers, whatever you do, goes, you don't know what crowd's going to be there. Yes. So if you limit yourself to all you know is R&B and don't know any country, yeah. and you have, a you know, maybe 10 or 15 people like country, you're just limiting yourself on the capacity that you can bring people in to see yeah. your show. That stuck with me forever. So I learned how to sing George Strait songs. I learned how to sing Garth Brooks songs. I learned how to sing Michael Jackson songs. I mean, now I'm singing Prince. Yeah, and, and Prince is really, really freaking good too. So I learned how to sing a variety of music yeah. to try to please everybody. And it's funny to me that I that that this topic is brought up because some people will say, Well, can't you sing this song? I mean, the words are right there and the music's there. I'm like, that's like asking James Brown to sing uh um, what I said, that's like I some James Brown is saying Luke and Mike, Texas. I'm like, <laughs> even though I can do James Brown to Luke and Mike, Texas, they're professional artists yeah. and professional singers. I'm just a karaoke host. So why do you expect me to sing songs that millionaires and talented, really, really talented that are famous do singers don't do? Yeah. So I enjoyed that too, because the funny part is I did a, I did a show 
long time ago in a karaoke. Um, it was an Ottawa, Ottawa Country Club, right? Okay. I was only so I was like they actually when we pulled up they thought we were like the uh, the caterers or, or whatever it was, but not know we're their entertainment, which is fine. So I told Mark, my DJ at the time, like, okay. I said I'm going to open up with uh, um, what I, I did an Elvis Presley song. Um, oh, can't help falling in love. Uh-huh. And then I did some uh, uh, George Strait song, uh, Amarillo by Tech or uh, Amarillo by Morning. So. I started doing some of those songs, okay? I did it on purpose. And then they were like, looking at me like, how's he know these songs? Don't judge a book by its cover. That's right. Now, no matter what I did after that, they didn't care because I did songs they didn't expect me to sing. And that's part of being in the entertainment industry or business is that you can't limit yourself. I mean, you can, but you're going to have a limited crowd. Yeah. If you want a variety, like I don't care now, if you want a variety, a, a, a bigger crowd, then you need to learn how to sing different types of genre. Yeah. Now, people only have, or, or do it your way. You don't have to sound like that artist. Sing that song your way. Yeah. And people will enjoy that. Yeah. You know, what I always think of, you just said it, you said it, it reminded me, this might make you laugh. Uh, you say you sing it your way. Mm-hmm. You remember our old friend, Bill? Bill Yule? Yep. And he, yes. you're going to miss, going to miss my love. <laughs> yeah. For me. So I'll tell this story. Kind of tell the story. We had a friend who was a regular back in the day, and we used to be together. And he would Bill Yule. God, I love Mr. Bill Yule. The chills. I did too. And uh, Bill would come in and see who was the who was this one to sing that song. It was what was that song? It was "You're Gonna Miss My Love." Who was that song? Uh, that was by Lou Rawls. Lou Rawls. Yeah. And Bill, never, it's called, the song is called "You'll Never Find." You'll never find Lou Ross. Ross. So Bill did this. He did this every night. And and boy, Bill hit this thing, and he could he could hit the low parts. He could be a big guy. He could he can go real low, and he can do it. And I'm not giving it justice at all. And then there's a the chorus is kind of quick, yes. you know. And he couldn't keep up. But then he got to where he wouldn't try to breathe. And he would just do the chorus as fast as he could so he can get back around to the deeper parts. <laughs> it was like he was going to choke, so he needed to breathe. <laughs> I remember that, yep. And so Lamont one night, Bill wasn't there. <laughs> and I was I was disappointed. I know Bill, where his son and I are great friends. And he, um, Bill didn't come in that night. And it's getting a little bit late. And we're like, well, if he ain't here by now, he ain't coming. So then later on, you know, I'm, I'm working behind the bar. I'm making drinks. I'm doing everything. And I hear the music. I look up. And I don't see Bill. I see, I see Lamont. And Lamont does it. And when he does the chorus, he doesn't do it like Lou Rawls. He did it like Bill. <laughs> did it just to pop me behind the bar. And I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I'm around. That was one of the funniest things and you would just do that every so often for no other reason i think of the pop me to get me to start laughing behind the bar you know as you know we love bill love him to death yeah rest in peace you know i've yeah you know, gone now and god bless him and and, and uh you know I, I, i'm actually going to be hanging out with his son here in a couple of weeks we're going to usc notre dame game together and, awesome uh, yeah yeah we're doing i'll, I'll talk a little more about that i'll tell you about that a little more here Okay. Uh, but yeah, he uh, we do a little something for uh, in involving Bill's other son who passed. 
And yeah. so he was a USC guy. So we go to a USC game. We're going to Notre Dame USC in a couple weeks. But um, hey, I just we got sidetracked there that story, but I wanted to get that out because that was so much yes. fun. And I think it goes to show that you get this powerful voice that I anything you want to do. You mentioned, you know, some different things you want to do. You talked about that with me earlier. Um, tell me about what where do you see it going once you decide that that's the, the path of the career? What is it do you want to do as far as what your your signature style, if you will? I think my signature style is, um, you know, I love people. Uh I enjoy people. I'm a caregiver. I want the best for people. And the reason why I became a law enforcement officer is because I want to protect and serve and, and, uh, be, you know, be a protector, I guess. Um, as far as singing, that goes hand in hand because I enjoy singing and seeing people smile, seeing people dance, seeing people be stress-free because, you know, while you're working, you're dealing with all different types of things going on, whether you don't get along with your boss, whether, you know, your coworkers being a jerk. And it's like, you get away from all that, you let your hair down and you just want to relax and just enjoy the moment or enjoy the night. Like, okay, I'm done working. I just want to relax, have a good time. And then if I can do that for you by singing a song, and it gets your mind away from stress, then to me, that's still being a caregiver and just watching other people be happy. So I think it all intertwines a little bit. I'm like, okay, I protect the surf for 20 years. I've been singing since uh, for years as well. Yeah. Now I was like, I want to retire. Yeah. And now I want to just sing. Yeah. So I don't know where I'm going to go really right after this song. I mean, I, I think um, I'm going to do the song called uh, Get Married, which is yeah. going to be like a pop, like a Bruno Mars type pop song. Oh. And then after that, I'm going to get into the Christian genre, the pop yeah. Christian genre. And then I don't know after that. I think the sky's the limit because I, I know I definitely do a variety of, of songs. Um, but as long as it has a good beat and good lyrics, I'm all on board. So my goal is to retire as soon as possible yeah. and then just jump into the music industry independent. And I still have a check coming once a month <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and just keep making songs. Yeah. That that's my goal. That's awesome. You know, and I just, I know that you have this variety, this your, your past gives you such a, a variety you can do. I'm glad you're not trying to limit yourself to, to one thing because you've got so much talent and I know the sky's the limit for you. Thank you, brother. Uh, going to wrap this thing up here. We've had a great time. I appreciate it. We've been both serious and fun, which is what I love. Yeah. Um, how do people get a hold of you? How do they find what you're doing? How do they find the song, the single first off? And then where else can we find you? So um, there's several different ways. Um, if you Google me, you can Google uh, Lamont Jackson and Kelly Clarkson. Yep. And I will pop up that way. You can um, YouTube uh, Lamont Jackson. And also, now when you do that, you'll get some videos, you know, the raw videos of me singing. Yeah. If you su- subscribe, you get all of them. Um, you can, um, uh, what else? Um, well, and then the song, of course, is called Cancer, You're No Friend of Mine. Yeah. You can get that on Spotify, Apple, Deezer. Um, it's on a lot of, you. yeah, you can download my music on pretty any any uh, streaming perfect yeah we'll work. Uh, go ahead yeah and then uh so yeah i mean there's there's i guess that's the way you can get a hold of me 
Okay. You know, or or you want to publicize it, I'm going to put a copy or I'll put a link to your YouTube page okay. on the show notes. And then uh, you want to use LamontJackson.live. I got that website yes. out there too. Uh, it's out there. I will put that in the show notes as well. So if you're listening to the pod, go to the show notes and you'll get both those links there. Hey, download the, the song. It's a powerful deal. Watch the video. And if nothing else, uh, enjoy it first off. And then from there, do something for somebody. Do something to help someone who's going through a rough time. And when we yeah. talked about, we all are affected by this you know, dreaded disease. And I think that you've summed it up really well in this. So thank you. Um, and, oh, go ahead. And I didn't want to, I mean, I have those five stories of people that actually, you know, their stories. So I didn't really want to tell their story because I want people to, to go to my YouTube yes. channel and actually watch their stories. So I have all the timeline, all the details. I didn't want to tell their story, um, um, you know, because I want people to see see their story, not me tell it. I think that's great. I think you've done yeah. a really nice job. All right, we're going to get you out of here on three quick little questions. I do this every time, and okay. uh, I'm going to get you on these, okay? So the first one is, if you had a superpower, what would it be? No more cancer. Oh, I love it. <laughs> love it. All right. What celebrity would you want as a best friend? Bruno Mars. Explain that one for me. Because he is a hard worker. He, uh, he's not lazy. He enjoys what he does. And he doesn't cut any corners. All right. And he has a band. He has a band up there, not, you know, him singing and somebody spinning a record behind him. <laughs> You actually play your instruments. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, let's jump out on that. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. I've enjoyed catching up. I know it's been a little while. I'm not going to, I'm going to make sure it's not this far between me, between us see each other again. And uh, yeah. I'm going to come see you soon. So next time. And there's more to come. This is just the beginning of my, my single. So there's more coming after this. And <laughs> I'll tell you what, every time you got a single coming out, you come on the Coach Bo podcast. We're going to talk about it. I want to get this out to everybody. Thank okay. you so much, Lamont, for coming on. You're welcome. You take care. You too. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed that uh, interview with um, Lamont Jackson. Lamont's such a great guy. And I, a couple of takeaways I had from this, I hope you guys got this as well, is just the general idea for his first single, The Cancer You Know Friend of Mine, and how he was moved by, you know, his wife's friend, he and his wife's friend who you know, was losing a battle to cancer and just the drag that was putting on him with people he's known and loved and cared about. And we've all been through those type of negative situations. And Lamont decided to take that negative and he decided to apply his craft and what he is great at and form something positive out of that. It's just so unique. It's so special. It's the type of stuff that we really want to talk about here and bring up. Um, a couple of little nuggets. I love the um, uh, nobody's promised tomorrow. I like to always say that tomorrow is promised to no one. And uh, I like that what Lamont said, you know, nobody's promised tomorrow. That, that sinks in with me. It's something that I've really uh, kind of lived my life on. And I think that's a big thing. I think if you think about that through your life, hopefully that will help you when you're having your downtimes and say, hey, you know, tomorrow's not promised to any of us, so let's enjoy the day. Um, 
you know, just again, turning negatives into positives, inspiring people. Uh, I really encourage you to go check out Lamont on YouTube. He's got a great YouTube channel with some of the stories of the people who helped inspire him to create the song. And, then, and there's, there's four or five of them on there. I really recommend you checking those out. You can also uh, see the video for the, uh, for the single on there as well. And uh, keep in mind, no one fights alone. That's another piece that I thought was just really incredible. I think we're going to use that as our kind of take home tonight. So uh, check out all things Lamont Jackson, lamontjackson.live. We'll have a link in the show notes. You can check out um, all things Lamont Jackson at lamontjackson.live. Uh, check out the Facebook page. Also, and he didn't get a chance to bring this up, and I want to bring this up. Lamont's part of a group called The Mix, which is a lot of the old school Topeka, uh, Topeka Kansas guys who are sort of the best of the best at their, at their, with their uh, musical talent. And they've come together to have a band. They do some performances around the city, around the region here in northeast Kansas. Check that out. You can also check them out. They're called The Mix. You can find them on Facebook as well. Um, I really think you'll enjoy that. So uh, check those two out. Again, we'll have notes in the show notes. We'll have some links in there. We'll also share some stuff on the uh, O'Connor on the um, Coach Bono's podcast Facebook page as well. So look for that as well. Hey, don't forget to check out our Facebook page. Interact with us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Instagram. Our handle on Instagram and Twitter is at Coach Bono's Show. Uh, check us out on Facebook. You search for Coach Bono's, and you'll see it there. Uh, we really like any feedback you've got. Uh, tell us who you want to see on the podcast. If there's somebody that you think's got a great story and would be someone that would be worth having on, somebody that's a, a positive effect on the community, I'd love to chat with them and get them in. So let's do that and have them in here. Um, huge thanks to Lamont Jackson for joining us today on the Coach Bono Show. Thank you to Tyler Jones, everyone at Studio Soapbox, for all you do behind the scenes. Uh, most importantly, thank you to you, the listener, We've been getting some great reviews. We've been getting some great feedback. It's really appreciated. Don't forget to rate us and review us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. We appreciate every five-star rating. Until next time, I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor, reminding you to do something kind for someone. And don't forget to be good to yourself as well. Stay tuned. We're going to play the song here at the end. If you've already the end. We're going to play the scene Check us out on the, uh, the next podcast on Friday on the 25th.